0: Hello, and welcome to the Spirit Studios podcast. My name's Al, and in this episode of Making Tracks, we'll be making a mellow, summery, chill-hop beat in Ableton Live. Chill-hop mixes elements of classic hip-hop with lush instrumentation and lo-fi production sounds, often based around a sampled chord progression or melody. Many tracks feature colourful jazzy harmonies, a laid-back tempo, and a combination of acoustic and electronic instrumentation that's easy on the ears and creates a vibe. So as I mentioned in the intro, I'm working in Ableton Live, so a few of the things that I'm using are Ableton-specific. However, pretty much all of the concepts that we explore can be applied to any DAW. Before we get stuck in, let me play you a section of the finished track so you can hear the kind of thing that we'll be working on. So there's a few different places you can start with a track like this, but a lot of chill hop beats are based around samples of things like jazz piano melodies or guitar chord progressions. The sample that you use has a big influence on the overall mood and feel of the production, so if you're searching for samples, consider the vibe you want to create. Samples in major keys tend to be more easygoing and uplifting, while minor keys can sound more melancholic and introspective. For this track I actually decided to create my own sample, which we'll get to in a moment. But if you're looking for inspiration, then it can be worth checking out sample libraries on websites such as Splice, Loopmasters or Lander. These sites have tons of high quality jazz, funk and soul sample packs that are royalty free, they're full of different instruments and ideas, and they work really well for genres like chill hop. Now I was messing around with an electric piano sound in contact and I got inspired to put down this little progression in the key of G minor. I've used extended chords like major and minor sevenths to give it a colourful, slightly jazzy feel. Now this loop could work as the foundation of a track all by itself, but the process of sampling is a a lot of fun and b can lead to loads of new and interesting ideas. So I've taken the audio of this progression and imported it into Simpler, which is Ableton's fantastic stock sampler plugin. Simpler allows you to chop up audio clips into smaller chunks and then play these slices back in a new order. I've set the project's tempo to 85 BPM and then played in these chops on a MIDI keyboard. We can also use Simpler to affect the pitch so I decided to transpose this sample down three semitones and now we're in the key of E minor. I've also chucked on a few audio effects including the RC20 Retro Color plugin by XLN Audio which models the noise, pitch shifting and distortion of analog formats like vinyl records or worn out cassette tapes. This gives our sample some subtle crackle and modulation but you could do a very similar thing with free effects such as your DAW's stock chorus and Isotope's final plugin. I've also added Ableton's Auto Filter plugin which makes it really easy to automatically affect the frequency range of a track. With Auto Filter on, we can give our sample a bit more movement, like a mellow version of a guitar wah pedal. So with the chord progression in place, it's time to add some drums. For this track I was influenced by the sound and groove of classic hip hop records, so I put together a custom drum rack using these one-shot samples. The foundation is built from this main kick sample, as well as this lower sub kick, and then two snare drum samples stacked on top of each other. We've also got a rim shot and a clap that make an occasional appearance. Hip-hop drum grooves tend to make use of swung rhythms, which gives the groove a kind of push-pull feel. You can really emphasize this with your hi-hat patterns, where it can be effective to use both closed and open hi-hat samples. Even with swung rhythms, the drums can still sound overly programmed and robotic, so I've made things deliberately sloppy by manually moving some of these hi-hats off the grid. To help build out this groove, we're going to layer in some additional percussion. To begin with, I've got a few pretty standard pieces, including a shaker, a tambourine and a cowbell, but I've added on an echo effect and reverb to make them feel more spacious. Now, if you've listened to the podcast before, you'll probably know I'm a big fan of working with non-musical sounds, such as Foley and Field recordings. These can be the sounds made by household objects, such as dragging a brush over a Bee Gees record, or natural ambient recordings of things like rivers and streams. Lo-fi and chill hop beats often incorporate these kinds of sounds to build an atmosphere, but we can use some of Ableton's clip-view features to transform these ambient recordings into something more percussive. To do this we're going to use Ableton's Warp Mode, which is a really powerful tool primarily designed for altering the timing of audio loops. So you could take a loop that was recorded at a high tempo and use warp to fit it into a track you're making that's at a lower tempo. In order to do this Ableton analyses the contents of an audio clip and it looks for transients which are sudden peaks in the audio waveform. A lot of the time these transients will be created by things like drums or chord changes, so they're moments in the music where the tempo is clearly indicated. Now there's no distinct tempo in the recording of our stream, but we can use the warp beats mode to apply one. We just need to tell it what beat division to work to, say 16th notes or 8th notes, and then adjust something called the transient envelope so sound can only be heard on that beat. So in this example, I'll lower the transient envelope in real time so you can hear beats mode do its thing. By experimenting with different beat divisions and using Ableton's groove pool to apply some swing we can turn a stream into a funky syncopated groove. Just so things don't sound too busy I've then chopped out the best sections of this stream and then I've layered this with the brush foley and an extra shaker sound. We can then give it that lo-fi aesthetic by processing it with some compression and reverb. So now that we've built up a solid foundation for our track, let's listen to all the elements we have so far and see how they work together. Next up we're going to add some melodic interest to go over the top of our chord progression. For this beat I've come up with a simple jazzy guitar line which I've played in on my Fender Telecaster directly into my interface. To match the tone of our beat I've amplified this with a basic jazz guitar preset in Native Instruments Guitar Rig Plugin. So this guitar sound is okay, but I found in the context of the mix that it felt a bit flat and unexciting. So I've processed the guitar with a series of effects, including some saturation to give it a bit more bite, as well as some delay and reverb to help it float above our original keyboard sample. Alongside this part, I've also recorded in a virtual piano, which balances out the melody of the guitar. I recently downloaded an awesome Max For Live instrument called Casio with a K. This is a software version of a vintage digital synth, the Casio CZ, and it's packed with presets that are perfect for lo-fi and chill hop beat making. I've set up a few instances of Casio in the project, and I've used it to add some simple but effective sections. The first is playing an arpeggio of an E minor chord, which is the root chord of the key that we're working in, and the second Casio is playing a chord stab on beat 2 in every other bar. If you're an Ableton user and you've got Max for Live, then this plugin is free, so check it out. Like with our other melodic elements, we can give this sound more character with some retro color processing and lo-fi EQ. To underpin all of this extra melodic material we need a solid bass part. Chill hop tracks will often incorporate either the sound of live bass guitars or go for an analogue style synth patch from a classic hardware synthesizer. For this beat I've gone down the synth route and I'm using a preset from Archuria's virtual emulation of the Sequential Circuits Prophet 5. The bass pattern itself uses notes from the chord progression as well as the occasional chromatic passing note. These passing notes aren't in the key of E minor and they only appear momentarily, but they act as a link between the main notes in our sequence. The bass sound has a bit of bite to it, but it's primarily low sub-frequency tones, so you might not get the full effect unless you're listening to this on speakers or headphones. As with most instruments in this track, I've sidechained the bass to the kick drum, which is a technique used extensively in a lot of chill hop mixes. This process uses a compressor to momentarily lower the volume level of the bass every time the kick drum hits and can be used to create a really cool rhythmic ducking effect. So you can hear this in action, I'll play a section with some of the side-chained instruments. Then towards the end of the loop, I'll bring in the drums so you can hear how it all locks together. While I'm putting these ideas together I'm also thinking about the arrangement of the track and how these different elements will interact and move forwards. To do this I use Ableton's arrangement view and as different sections come together I'll start incorporating additional transition effects to help emphasize that forward momentum. These effects include things like risers, noisy downers, reversed vocal samples, And even this magical sounding synth arpeggiator which I made using Ableton's wavetable, the Echo plugin and the Autopan plugin which bounces the echoes around from left to right. Now these sounds work great by themselves but can also be stacked together for big transition points. To give the arrangement more dynamic excitement, I've chopped out sections of audio to introduce short bursts of silence throughout the mix. Some of these moments are punctuated with effects, like at the end of the breakdown where we hear this vintage movie dialogue sample. Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. There's also some additional drum fills that help to beef out the main beat. These include a snare roll, (laughs) and a tom fill which has an auto filter effect on it that creates a cool frequency shift as it pans from left to right. We also have a wooden vibra-slap which makes an unexpected appearance towards the end of the track. It's definitely one of my favourite parts of the finished production. Another part of this mix I really like is the final layer of ambience which I actually recorded using my phone the other day. This is the sound of Manchester on a sunny Saturday afternoon shortly after lockdown restrictions were lifted in the UK. I've just added some reverb to help it wash over the other instruments. And so that's all the elements that make up this chill hop track, and I'll play the full mix for you in a moment. I do have a few plugins set up on the master output track in Ableton, including some subtle EQ and compression to help glue all the layers together and give the overall mix some punch and sparkle. You'll also be able to hear some frequency shifting that's happening during the intro and breakdown sections of this track. For this effect I've used a combination of EQ and reverb to cut out much of the low frequencies and exaggerate the overall size of the mix. This not only creates an effect that you'll hear in a lot of lo-fi chill-hop tracks, but also creates contrast compared to the sound of the main beat, all of which is intended to make things continuously interesting for the listener. So hopefully you've enjoyed my take on chill-hop, and also picked up a few ideas that you can incorporate into your own productions. If you'd like to learn more about Spirit Studios, or find out the details about our music production degree courses, then please visit us at our website, at Spirit Studios, .ac.uk. Cheers.